0: Welcome back to episode 11 of the Merch Feast. Uh, My name is Blake. I'm here with Logan and Brandon. And this week, I'll just jump right into it. Unfortunately, I was not looking forward to seeing this happen. Emily was voted out. Brandon, what what are your thoughts? Start us off.
1: Oh, man. Emily... Sucks to see her go. She was obviously, I think, a a fan favorite of everybody. Um, Went out with only one vote to her name. But it's kind of exciting to see what happened because now there's cracks among the Reba tribe and we got to have a great battle in the next couple episodes.
2: Yeah, I uh, I thought this this, uh, episode was... um... It was a fun one from, uh, stories to, um, potential moves to the challenge to, uh, just throughout. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think it, uh, sets up the rest of the season for some exciting times, I think, like you said, Brandon. So I'm excited to see where it goes and what progresses from, uh, this week.
0: Yeah, same. I I knew it was going to most likely happen after last week. I mean, Emily put such a big target on her back the way she played Bruce last week. And that's kind of where this episode started was her highlighting what she did and what she had said. And I think everybody realized and and respected the move that it was, but realized how big of a target that put. Uh, and how big of a target she was. Um, I saw a a tweet that kind of summed it up pretty well, Emily's whole journey, and we've said for a while, comeback player of the season. Um, But it was uh, from Mike Bloom, and he was talking about one of the most unique survivor characters and journeys we've ever seen, and someone who went from nearly making it only one vote in the game to getting eliminated with only one vote. And if that's not a story of her journey, I don't know what is. So
2: yeah. On the side of putting a target on her back and making that move and all, do you think her talking about it was the part that made it more of a target? Do you, do you think everybody else realized that it was her that got him to like not play his idol? Or do you think her talking about that is what kind of brought it to everybody's attention?
1: I think I think people knew that Emily orchestrated it, but I think I don't think they knew kind of the details of the move and her. I I think her spilling the beans and saying, "Yeah, that was me, and I did all this like work." And uh, yeah, I think that painted a huge target on her back because Julie was immediately like, "Oh, all right, Emily's playing."
2: Yeah, I would, I would be interested to see. Obviously, we never will. But what it would have played out if she would have just been silent about it, like, yeah, I can't believe you didn't play it. And if she still would have had as large of a target on her back.
0: Well, not not only that, but then they drew rocks for that that advantage or that journey, where she got sent off by herself because she drew the green colored rock, and she almost didn't seem like she wanted to go. But I don't know, I. I think that may have given her an even bigger target or highlighted that a little bit more as well. Just people thinking that she might potentially have some sort of an advantage or idol.
1: Oh yeah. That and just being away from camp, it gives everybody just an open floor to be like, Hey, uh, what are our thoughts on getting Emily out? It's, 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 uh, basically free time for everybody to think about that vote. And they probably did reflect on the move she made on Bruce and they'll, you know, is she going to tell us the truth um, about what happened at the journey? Dee definitely did not buy what Emily was saying, even though Emily told the complete truth. Did you guys uh, notice um, Carson's tweet about the, uh,
0: the puzzle that Emily turned down?
2: Yeah, I was going to say something about that, of how hard that puzzle actually is.
0: Yeah, I think his exact words were, it's genuinely one of the hardest puzzles I've ever solved. I definitely think she made the right reason, or made the right decision, called disentanglement. Did you see that, Brandon?
1: I saw it, yeah. I I wonder how long it took him to complete it, because what they were given three minutes right yeah and what's interesting about this puzzle it was the same puzzle from
2: the premiere episode in the sweat and savvy challenge i thought i had seen that before in survivor so that that doesn't surprise me
0: i was gonna say it was wasn't it on this season
1: yeah it was a first episode of this season it was uh Nobody was able to do it. It was after they were carrying all the logs. It was oh,
2: Sabaya, yeah.
1: Sabaya, Ch- John, Jake, and Brando, I think, is who the four mm-hmm. were. Um, and none of them were able to do it. And I remember watching it at the time, and I think I said it on that episode. I was like, I don't even understand what was supposed to happen in that puzzle. Right. Yeah.
2: I saw a video on X of... um of somebody completing it, it was all like computer generated, but it looked insanely like detailed and you had obviously specific steps, but it was from the video I saw looked extremely difficult. And if you had no idea how to complete it, there's no way figuring that, figuring that out in three minutes is possible.
1: Yeah. I think Emily, I think Emily made a good decision and, passing yeah i think unfortunately
0: that came so early in the day that because looking back she definitely potentially didn't even need her vote so it might have been worth risking it i'm still a little shocked and we can get into tribal later but i'm still a little shocked that she didn't throw a rogue vote somebody else's way dude um but yeah we can we can hop into those blunders here in a minute. Um let's cover a couple other things first before we get into get into the challenge and um, some of the the blunders around the scrambling once we find out who's safe. Um, let's talk about Katura for a minute. So a couple episodes ago, she made a comment about how she'd kind of cut her mom out of her life and they didn't go into that aspect of her story but you got to hear some some crazy just details of her growing up and how she was involved in this cult and like the guy wanted her to be his next wife at age like 13 and then her and her mom and i think maybe the rest of her siblings like fled in the middle of the night and like Uh, what an insane story but it made me i don't know just like her a little more Um, i don't know what you guys thought of that story
1: i always love kind of getting to see the the castaways you know who they are at home or who where they came from because it does make you appreciate them a little more and for katura for me personally for most of the season i've been annoyed. By her so I kind of wish we would have been able to to see this earlier in the season because it makes me go oh wow you have you've been through it and what you're doing with your life now being a civil rights attorney you've taken a really troubled past and now you're doing something great with it and I think that's a beautiful story
2: uh, yeah definitely a awesome story for them to highlight like you said i wish they would have done that earlier in the season something that people in those situations don't aren't always able to get out of or kind of turn their life around and get to the point where she's at and thought it was a really cool story to highlight um, i know they usually go through almost every person it seems like later in the season but it uh is definitely a I'm glad they had that in there,
0: for sure. I I begin to think this week that she's starting to pick up steam, and probably the best thing for her game was to get out Bruce because she seems to actually be starting to play the game a little more than just hyper focus on getting good old Uncle Bruce out, and uh got to see her like i mean obviously celebrate last after the the vote last week but started talking strategy with other people more than just you know like i said hyper focusing on bruce so that was that was fun to see along with her story i was like okay i can see her making making a push towards the end now
1: yeah do you think that it would it's too little too late for her or do you think for her to have a chance at the end would she need to she'd need to orchestrate something against the Rebas at least once or twice right potentially I think it depends on who ends up in the finals
0: Um, because if it's who do we have left her Jake and then let's say Austin in the finals I mean, Austin could, like, I think at that point it would be between Austin and Katura. but and the fact that, hey, I'm a civil rights attorney and I kept that secret and I think she is other than Bruce, I think people actually kind of like her and uh, you got to see a little more of the, the social game there when she was sitting there talking to Jake and kind of showing interest in him being an attorney and not, um, I don't know. I think there's a a social aspect to her game that we're probably discounting but I think it all is going to come down to who she's sitting next to.
2: Yeah, I uh I think if she, like Blake said if 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 it's down to a certain group of people, she definitely needs to make a big move, whether that be one or two of trying to get the Rebas out or or what. I uh, I don't know if she needs to. I think if she can get out ma- one of the main Four, Um, I think first probably D, and then maybe Drew. Or, I I mean, I guess Julie as well, because everybody seems to think if Julie makes it that she's going to win. But I think if she can get one of them out, she's played a pretty good game. I think, like you said, you guys have both said the social side of things, that having that big strategic side of things move I think she could win it, especially with her story and what she's doing. I don't think I don't think I honestly don't think she necessarily needs two moves.
0: Well, let's talk about those the core four for a minute. So we see Austin and D kind of develop some sort of a relationship. I don't know how romantic it is, but it it definitely looks that way. Um, I'm curious because I kind of got that vibe. Earlier in the season, but they never really highlighted anything. It it seems like it's potentially pretty low key, um, just flying under the radar. And and I like them together. Um, we can talk about some of the the blunders involving that here and here in a bit. But um, of those core four, let, let's rank them on strongest to weakest right now as far as who has the best shot of winning between the four of them.
1: Okay. Okay. That is a great question. I love this question. So, out of everybody, I thought I thought for a while that Drew was at the top. But after last week, I think he's probably fourth on the list for me. Seems it seems based on last week that Julie is the biggest threat, and then D and then Austin. That's the way that I would have it. Uh, you guys know how I feel about Austin. I don't think he has done enough to even remotely win the game. I think Drew has, but I think he's messed up a lot. So I would put him at the bottom and Julie at the top, and then D is obviously my winner pick, but as it stands right now julie is the clear cut number 1
2: yeah i have pause about putting julie at the top i know everybody else in the game sees her as the number 1 i don't feel like she's made that many moves obviously she's in there with d so they've been kind of doing that together but i feel like it's a lot of d's ideas and everybody else sees her as a threat because she's that mama and everybody likes her, and everybody would want her to win. Where in the reality of things, I think D has played a better game and made more moves of getting people out that have said her name or voted for her or any of those different things to where I don't feel like Julie has made as many moves. So for me, it would probably probably be, D number one, then Julie, and then I'm in a line with Austin and then Drew. I think Drew had a ton of potential, and I mean, he could still very well if he can make another move to just absolutely propel him up there, but I think, like you said, he's made several mistakes along the way. Um And then, obviously, Austin just hasn't done a ton, but uh, with where his he's at in alliance wise, I, that's why I have him over over drew. So d, Julie, Austin, and then drew
1: can i can I push back? So, I hear what you're saying. D has made more moves, and D really has kind of been the ringleader, and Julie has been kind of the the wingman sidekick but i have to look at it based off of what the way i see the players talk about her versus the moves that she has or hasn't made i know that moves being made are important but everybody i think everybody said if if julie goes to the end she's winning and then if you paid attention to the jury during tribal council whenever she pulled that idol out She gained so much favor with that jury. She pulled that idol out and made the move and sent Emily home, a huge powerhouse that everybody had so much respect for. And I think she gained favor among her tribe and the jury with that move. And that's why I think she should be at the top.
2: That makes sense with the idol. I honestly didn't really think about that. Obviously, just happening um, with that giving her some merit. and. Uh, kind of bounce back from that. When I look at a Survivor winner of who I think should win, obviously the people playing the game are the ones voting. When I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it from the Outwit, Outlast, Outplay side of things rather than who everybody else has as winner. I understand that side of it. That's just not how I based my winner off of or who I like strongest based off of, I understand that side of it. So I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a wrong way of thinking, um, but just, yeah, just how I've based mine off of.
0: So I actually agree with both of you. And I think it depends on where you're at, meaning perception is reality in this game. And if, if the rest of the, tribe mates castaways jury think that julie is the front runner because she is so likable and that social side of things i think is much stronger than d's they're going and they're only seeing really a fraction of what we are seeing with the confessionals that we're seeing on tv so i think this is like a classic case of Hey. We see what Julie is doing and we see what D is doing. And we're seeing D make more moves and be more um, strategic and kind of calling the shots and Julie just kind of tagging along, at least up until this point. But that may not be how the rest of the the tribe see it sees it and the rest of the uh, the jury sees it. So my rank would be Julie, Drew, D, and Austin. I think Drew's biggest strength is also his greatest weakness, and that is his willingness to work with everybody else to try and make a big move on one of the other three in that core four. He is the only one out there and Austin is a little bit because Drew is involving him in those conversations. But one of you made the point earlier that Drew didn't really need to tell Austin about this vote. And so he's the one trying to make things happen. So I think he is still playing a great game. He's just in a tough spot right now because this week did not go his way. Um, So I don't know that it'll stack up that way, but, In my head, it's I think it's Julie, Austin. No, I'm sorry. Julie, Drew, D, and Austin in that order.
1: I think I would have had that exact same order if the votes or if if the episode didn't go how it went. Yeah, because just based off of the blunders, and I don't know if we're ready to talk about that or not. He lost a lot of stock, in my opinion, this week.
2: Drew did. I would agree with that. I mean, from making that move, if 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 it would have played out that way and went the way he wanted it to, perfect in his scenario, but the way it ended up, and now he's seen as the one that was turning on the four, and so he's on the outside of it now, rather than it being Julie on the outside or whatnot. So. I think, I, like you said, Brian, I would have been the same way as you are this week, Blake, if it was not for this previous episode.
0: Yeah, it's hard for me to put him all the way at the bottom um, just based on that, just the one week, because he's been so strong up until this point. And it just happened to be that Julie snaked Austin's idol, where he was dumb enough to give it to her and didn't ask for it back. Um but let's before we kind of talk about the blunders, let's hop into the challenge really quickly. Let's lay out who won and uh kind of how that challenge went. Because that challenge was a lot of fun. And uh and then let's then we can talk about kind of how the talks start and the blunders that that start from there. Um Brandon, you always do a great job of explaining what the challenge was. Do you want to
1: go over that? Absolutely. So This challenge was incredibly fun. So everybody was attached to a rope that was tangled up, and they, each of them had to untangle the rope and then go over and under obstacles and then get to some sandbags, knock over some blocks, and then each of them had to spell the word resourcefulness in an arch form and it had to it had to be on both sides of the blocks it had to be correct on each side of the blocks and the challenge or the interesting kind of part of the challenge was knowing whether or not you had enough rope and we saw several times where people would they'd have to go all the way back and untangle more rope because they didn't have enough rope to reach a sandbag that they threw at a block or they didn't have enough to even get to the sandbags, but kind of ended up having a funny moment because if anybody's on social media or watched the episode, Austin had the word spelled right on his side, but on the opposite side of him, it was just a jumbled mess. When
0: Jeff even said multiple times, it's got to spell. It's got to be spelled correctly on both sides. And Austin was just oblivious to it. he did not did not hear it did not like it did not register with him and I think he even said like I was just so focused i didn't even did not even register so um yeah i drew was so drew ended up winning, correct, yes, and he was pretty much ahead the entire time um I thought he did an incredible job. And what a week for him to win it.
2: Yeah, he... The only time I thought he was going to lose it was at the very end. Whenever he kept, he dropped the arch twice. And Austin obviously had it, but couldn't figure out the other side. I think that was the only time I was worried about him losing it. But for him to... I'm pretty sure he was able to go the entire way with the rope and not have to go back, if I am if I remember correctly. You are correct. So he got all of his rope out and was able to go and worry about that ending rather than having to go back multiple times. And then with the puzzle side of it, of figuring out the word on both sides, I feel like he made it look fairly easy. So... He uh, he definitely crushed it for immunity and safety this week.
1: Yeah, and not only spelling resourcefulness on two sides of the blocks, but also making sure that the arch doesn't fall. There was a lot of moving parts in that challenge. Yeah, it was it was a fun challenge. I always liked that one, and
0: uh, I feel like it was... I don't remember the arch, but I, I remember um, kind of the rope and the untangling and making sure you have enough rope, and that's always... It's always fun to me and seeing what people's strategies are, okay, do I want to see how much I need and then go back and get more or just power through and get as much as possible? Um, so that's always it's always a fun one for me. um but not only was this challenge a um, an immunity challenge, it was also a reward challenge, and so it was uh, the winner got a do it yourself barbecue back at camp um, so. Drew one and he picked Austin and Jake. So, guys' night 2.0. And I was really hoping for another montage, but did not happen. So, a little disappointed. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, so that left the girls and talk about awkward. The girls just sitting there and because two of them were coming after. Emily two of them were coming after Julie and everybody was right there and just didn't really say anything. It was so <laughs> weird to me.
1: Uh, these buffs are made in Spain. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hey, if you've ever wondered where the buffs are made, now you know. <laughs> well, let's uh so now that we know Drew is safe and Austin has an idol that is good through final six. Is that right? Yep. And last week, he gave Julie his idol that is good until final five. Brandon, talk us through these blunders because at this point in the game, this is when things start to take off but also kind of fall apart. So kind of Let's go step-by-step step through this and talk about these moves.
1: Yeah, so lots of blunders happened to this episode, and each blunder kind of created a domino effect for other blunders to happen. But the first blunder, as you mentioned, Austin gave Julie that idol to keep her safe in a potential situation that never came to fruition. Uh, the, let's start there. First blunder is that Austin never went to get that idol back. So fast forward to this week. Drew is feeling like he's got to make a move. So he goes to Emily and the others, uh, Keturah and Jake, and is like, hey, let's get Julie out and do all that. Yeah, okay. Uh, So here's, and that that to me is, that's a smart decision. You you know, let's start making moves here. Uh, Here's where he messed up. Rude. Drew's number one is Austin. Um, Drew told Austin. And the problem with getting Julie out is you don't want Julie to know and you don't want D to know because D and Julie are connected. Austin and D are also very connected. So Drew tells Austin. Austin now tells D because they are close. D then goes and tells Julie. So Drew did not need Austin whatsoever for this vote. There's seven people left in the game. Drew needed Emily, Katara, and Jake. That's four people including himself. They could have all wrote Julie's name down, went back to camp like it like nothing ever happened. And they would have been they would have just had to explain it then. Past that, so Julie knows. Now D because of D and D knows because of Austin. So D tells Julie, play your your idol at Tribal. So Julie finds out
0: that her name's getting thrown around. And so instead of voting Emily, she's like, why don't I take out Austin? And then D flat out tells Julie, no, please don't do that. Austin's my number one. And like one, you never tell somebody else like like that. That's just that's almost rule number one. You don't tell people who your number one is. <laughs> like that's I mean, people start to know, but why would you tell somebody else that they're ahead of you? I don't know. That was a weird move to me.
2: I thought at that moment D was out. I think if Mama Julie would have been been smart about it and with hearing that making that move cuz she had all the power. So, I I was I was thinking that there might be a big move here tonight with D, but I obviously was wrong. I almost wish
0: that if D would have really thought this through, she could have flushed both idols out and then her make the call on who went home. Like, she could have totally flipped this in her favor. And instead, she just kind of made her bed and let the chips fall. So I think she could have told Julie, hey, play your idol, here's what's happening. And then when Julie said, hey, I'm why don't I just vote Austin? She could have said, perfect. That's actually great, we'll blindside Austin. And then her go back and tell Austin, hey, you've got to play your idol because she's playing or she's voting for you. Now both idols are flushed and there's a draw because everybody voted for one of those two people. And then she could have been the one to say, and now I get to pick who goes home. And so it the outcome could have been the exact same and Emily go, but make it more in D's favor and flush out two idols.
1: I, that genuinely would have been a genius move. And, uh, this is going to sound really bad. Uh, I don't think anybody on this season has the strategic chops to even pull something like that off.
0: Well, I'm going to take that as a compliment. So. (laughs) (laughs) And it's easier, it's easier. I mean, it's easy to sit back and see what's going on on TV and think, Oh, well, that's, that's the move I would make. But, obviously there's there's way more to it than that. so i'm I'm definitely not discounting how it how it happened. I just I didn't quite see what d's goal was in this, other than thinking, "Hey, I'd rather Julie stick around than anybody else? And i does she really think that Julie would or that she could beat Julie in the end? Or was she scared that, hey, if we do this, I'm not going to get her vote? So this is my way of, you know, extending that olive branch, hoping that she'll... If she's not here in the end, then she will vote for me because she'll remember that. I don't, I don't really know the thought process there.
1: The only thing I can think is that she just really wants to keep the Reba 4 together. I, because she's acknowledged that Julie is a massive threat in the game. Right. So I I genuinely don't know what the thought process was, but it kind of plays into like just a series of blunders in the back half of this episode.
0: Yeah. And I guess she could even spin it to them as, hey, I did that to flush the idol. And Emily was kind of a a necessary casualty in that, that hey, now we can go after Julie and not worry about her playing the idol. But I I don't think it's gonna end up that way.
2: I, I think you've got you both have said it pretty solid pretty well. I don't honestly think D's thoughts behind keeping Julie around is for the the votes toward at the end. I think part of me thinks that Julie would have been a little bitter thinking she was number one and all of a sudden the blind side and no word from her whatsoever. So I think that was her, probably her motive. I don't know. I, I do see the side of keeping the, the, the four together of, with, like, with her, but it's, it's one of those that I we will see how it plays out and see if it was the right move or not.
1: Uh, another thing It's possible. It's. Obviously, this wouldn't have been D's move. So in a way, D could have D probably did gain. If Julie's not sitting at the end, she probably did gain possibly Julie's vote because she could be like, hey, I told you you were about to get voted out. Yeah, she seemed to be playing with just
0: all heart and no head in that moment it's like oh, i really don't want julie to go i've got a Warner and not not really thinking three four five moves ahead but i mean let's let's brainstorm here for a minute how does this play out over the next couple of weeks and i know we've thrown out a couple options but i mean we have two weeks one week and then the finale so we've got two episodes left and we've got the core four which there is no longer just a fracture there seems to be like an entire grand canyon running through that that core 4 and then we've got Katura and Jake I mean do you guys really think that the core 4 are going to stick together and get Katura and Jake out
2: I think it'll depend on who gets immunity this week uh, obviously Austin still has his um an immunity idol or the amulet, which is only good through this next week. So he's playing that no matter what, whether it be for himself or somebody else. I could see him if he wins immunity to play that for D or Drew or whoever to potentially make a big move. Uh, But I could absolutely see uh, somebody getting voted out, whether it be Drew or Julie this week. I don't know. Obviously, Jake and Katura are going to be on board for that to survive another week and to make it to the finale. I don't know who would necessarily start that. I'm probably D on that end and into things, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. What about what, what do you think, Brandon? I
1: I do not think that the Rebe Four will be the final four standing. I think here's what I think. I think that Austin will be one of the final 3 because he's guaranteed final 5 and he can win challenges after. And I think that I think Jake will be taken to the final 3. And I think it's going to just have to be a showdown because I I think if Julie doesn't win, Julie's gone, right? Julie's gone next week, and maybe Drew's gone. So it's going to be a showdown at fire between D, D, Julie, or Drew, whoever that is. And we haven't even talked about Katura. I don't even know where she fits in the picture.
0: I don't either. And her name is not getting thrown out a ton. I feel like Jake's name is being thrown out more than Katura's has been. Um, let's uh, so imagine if it was D, Drew, and Austin, final three. Who wins? D. D wins that one. And I'll, and no, no uh, up until this point, or no matter what happens moving forward.
2: I mean, I think you. It's always going to matter what happens going forward because the game's not over yet. So, I think. I mean, it, it Austin. Austin or Drew makes a big move. I think that could absolutely swing things, but
0: so and basically what I was asking is it is it close enough to where they still have a chance to win sitting next to D? Because at this point I think if Julie is sitting in the finals, I don't know that there's much anybody else can do to beat her. Even with this much time left in the game, if she is sitting at the end I don't know that there's enough moves left to add to somebody's resume, but I think that I think they could beat D depending on how the moves shake up. So I th- I still think that's close.
1: Uh, yeah. Julie is winning if she's there. And I, I will say that there is, I'm not going to say zero chance that drew wins, but I think drew has the least chance of winning regardless of what happens. Austin uh, out of who? Out of out of Drew Austin and D. Okay. Regardless of what happens. Because I don't really know how everybody feels about him and he's had some moments where he didn't look great. Austin, I've been very critical of him all season. He has still just really done nothing. And I think the jury will acknowledge that. And D. D D was my third winner pick. And she's actually made moves. She was the ringleader for most of the season. She's kind of cooled off in recent episodes. And I think that's because she hasn't really needed to do anything. But I still think if she's sitting there at the end with the two, Austin and Drew, she's winning.
2: I think Austin has less of a chance to win than Drew. I think, like you said, the the jury seeing and talking about Austin and what have you done, not much there to Drew. Yes, I don't know if how some people look at him or how they see his game, because like you said, there has been some flaws there. But I also do think Drew is a fairly smooth talker. I mean, they kind of highlighted that at tribal of him being able to talk fairly, I don't know, in a certain way to kind of kind of boost that. So I think he has some value some value on that side of things. Whether he beats D, that I don't know, but I don't I wouldn't put him at the bottom necessarily. I wouldn't
0: either. I think Drew is incredibly smart, very eloquent when he speaks. It, drew's a, a weird one for me because in recent episodes specifically this week he's the one that has wanted to bring more people in and talk game and make moves with more people where even though several episodes back when he told i forget who it was was a brando that was like nah i'm good i don't want to work with you and he's been kind of polarizing with that, but the flip side of that D has not wanted to work with anybody. Like she is set there and called the shots and I'm kind of safe with my, my three around me. Um, So I kind of wonder on the social side of things, um, how I think people will view those two very differently, but I think it's probably closer than we expect. And I think D's emotion will pull at people's heartstrings but I don't want to discount how eloquent Drew is because he is one sharp
1: cookie. I don't know if you guys caught it, but I kind of felt like the jury was slightly annoyed with Drew. This last week, he was telling a story about something and there was some eye rolls from the jury about whatever he was talking about.
2: I I didn't didn't catch that, so I must have. That's something I missed.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought there was a little bit of that, but I, I didn't feel it was entirely directed at Drew. But I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. If I if I'm looking at the jury members, like I don't know like Bruce. I could not tell you who Bruce would even vote for. Same with Kendra. Emily, I feel I, Emily probably
2: would vote Drew. Well, she said at the very end that Mama Julie, if you're at the end, you've got my vote.
0: No. When she walked out, she said, remember, I'm voting for the best player.
2: At one point, she did say that, though.
0: Yeah, earlier she did, but then there at the end. So that's where I think Drew has the potential to earn some people's votes there at the end. I think if he's there in the end, it's not a... I don't think people's decisions are made because I think he can sway people. I think the difference will be if he goes in cocky and arrogant... I don't think the jury is going to love that, Where sometimes they do like stand up for yourself, you know, talk a little crap. Tell us how you were the biggest, baddest survivor player ever. I don't think this is the jury to do that on. So depending on how he's able to to pitch it, I don't know jake's Jake and Katura are the weird ones for me, and I don't know how that would. I don't know who I would see between the two of them, but
2: honestly think they're both a let's go ahead and take them because I don't I don't think they have enough to win it type person. I think it could go either way there. I
1: agree with you. I think they're both zero vote finalists if they get there as it stands right now. You think if Austin is there with Katura and
0: Drew? I'm sorry. Austin, Jake, and Katura. You think Austin runs away with it?
1: Oh gosh. Uh I'm going to be real with you. If that's the final 3, that is tragic for this season.
2: <laughs>
1: but I guess it would it would have to be Austin. It would have to be Austin because he well, he, you know, hadn't done anything at that point it would be okay you were in the majority you won a lot of immunity challenges you got advantages and then you look at jake and katura's resume and jake was just always had no idea what was happening and katura was tunnel visioned on bruce for the whole season yeah that was her identity so if that's hey, the she did get him out. Years, Austin, okay. She, she <laughs> open. The, the, the beauty of that, or the hilarious part about that, is she didn't even orchestrate the move. She spent the entire season trying to get this man out, and she wasn't even the one that
2: did it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely,
0: for sure. Well, and in, in a weird way, I think people, I don't know, the the Shuri's a weird one for me because I could see. Jake's pitch going in a direction of, look, I was at the bottom, and I figured out a way to survive every single week. I may not have been on the right side of the votes, but I didn't need to be. I figured out a way to, to survive, and hey, Austin, you had all these advantages. No wonder you're still here. When, you know, when were you really faced with the adversity of surviving? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that sure. I don't know which would be a closer, like Katura Jake and Austin or Austin D and Drew. Like I think those in my opinion Julie runs away with it no matter which group she's in, but I think any combination there I don't know. All of this is really really close.
2: Definitely going to be an ending, fun ending of the season
0: for sure. For sure. Well, um, I don't have anything else other than Survivor of the Week. Uh, is there anything you guys want, wanted to talk about?
1: Um, the, the only thing I wanted to say actually before we do that, uh, we didn't touch on it, is the votes that went down. At Tribal. Gotcha. Yes. Good point. So this is, this might be the third time this happened this season. The first time I can think is whenever Caleb played his shot in the dark and he was the unanimous vote. I've said it a lot. 45 seasons into Survivor, you should know that you need to be splitting votes. And this Tribal Council was no different. Every vote went to Julie, and Julie played her idol. Three people that voted for Julie knew she had an idol. Nobody threw a rogue vote. Nobody split a vote. Emily? Emily should have thrown a vote towards D or whoever. Jake and Katura probably should have said, hey... Actually, no, Jake and Katara didn't know about the idol, so scratch that. But I just cannot believe that nobody nobody split the vote.
0: I agree. It This season more than ever have been... I think the, the phrase that they keep using is dogpiling. Everybody seems to be voting on the same person. And it'd be almost unanimous. I mean... There's been multiple, multiple weeks that 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 has happened. So, I mean, I I would be curious to hear an interview, and I think there's a couple out there now with Emily, uh, just about why she didn't do that. Uh, I I don't know. That was a weird one for me.
1: All I know is it has set up a really heavyweight battle for the next two episodes. For
0: sure. Well, I, I know we're getting down to slim pickings when it comes to Survivor of the Week. Um, I would assume that all of us will be on the same page, but uh, Logan, I'll, we'll start with you. Who Who's your Survivor of the Week? Oh, gosh.
2: Um, I had a hard... Obviously, I I think I have my pick, but this week was a little weird for me. I didn't feel like there was a ton of like major moves. Obviously I think I'm going to say Julie is my survivor of the week, just playing the idol, kind of doing the switch up onto Emily. Um, it's kind of a weird episode of, I thought everybody was fairly even of drew was trying to make these moves. So he had potential to then Austin told D and that D told Julie and they kind of ruined that to several different, like out, what could have been outcomes to where it was fairly even. But at the end of the day, I think Julie, for me having the idol playing that surviving another day, uh, I've got to give it to her this week.
1: I almost, I almost didn't even want to give out an award this week. Cause I just, mm-hmm.
2: I, you know, I was kind of in the same, same boat there.
1: Yeah. Cause for me, I, I want to give out a uh, not, Survivor of the Week award, just because there's <laughs> so much that just went wrong, in my opinion. Even Julie's vote, I feel like Julie should have, she should have taken out one of her own. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to give it to Julie, just based on if anything went right for anybody, it was her. So Julie's my pick as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be Julie, the way she saved herself. Even though I don't love the way she did it, I don't love that it's that that was Austin's idol and she didn't give it back to him. I think that's a slimy way to play. Um, I wish we would have seen more of that interaction or him trying to get it back or something just to know more there. Um, But as I go through everybody left, everybody had kind of a blunder along with their, their move this week. Really, the only one that didn't was katura unless i'm just totally missing something but i don't think she did enough to to earn survivor of the week i mean it, she didn't have any blunders but she didn't really do anything this week even though she's definitely playing more strategically now than she has been but the way it all ended up it, it has to be julie
2: yeah uh, and whenever i said at the very beginning whenever you said my name first my initial thought was, oh, no, I'm going to say something that because you said we are going to kind of think a lot and, and the align together here. And I had a hard time this week of didn't think necessarily anybody deserved it. But
0: yeah, as soon as I said that, I thought, Ooh, uh I actually don't know that that's going to be true. Because uh, as soon as you started saying that, I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know that 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 works but uh, i think coming back to anytime you can save yourself with an idol is a huge move
2: especially in this point of the game with the way the jury saw that as well so yep other than that i think uh i think that's going to wrap it up this week if you guys would follow us on on x and then uh, join us back here next week we've only got what is it two episodes this week and then one more, or this next week and one more. So uh, join back in and let's see how this all plays out.